0: Welcome again to the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. It is a cold winter's day, but it's a hot one here in the Marketing Money studio. Burn you. Burn you.
1: It's burning burn it, you burning it up.
0: This is John Oxford, your hostess with the leastest and with my compadre, the bad hombre, Joshua the Joshman Mabus. Hey.
1: You know, I want to do kind of the Lane Kiffin no, no energy on this.
0: By the way, that's funny. For those of you out there that haven't seen that, go to
1: go, go to the Googles. Florida Atlantic and, hype video and that has no hype to it, it. It's the opposite of hype. Whatever. It that, is funny. Is. I just don't know if it was on purpose. But
0: We're looking forward to another great season, but we need you, the fan, to come out and cheer us on. The fans make the team good, so come to Florida Atlantic and buy some tickets for the season as we get the top recruiting class to contend for a championship. Thank you very much. Lane Kiffin. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about something that's near and dear to every Banks. By the way, if you don't know, my son's name is Banks. Yeah, I was going to which bring is that pretty up. Pretty funny because every time you I killed say, my segue. Every I time like, I say Banks, I think about my son, and I get a little, I get a little teary and emotional thinking about but, that that young sixteen month old child, just new to the world, discovering every day.
1: Yeah. So if you ever meet John, which by the way, if you ever meet either one of us, you'll think one of us is the other one every time because that's what always happens. Since we're just voices coming across the airwaves, anyway, if he talks about banks and starts crying, he really does not like banking that much. He likes, he loves banks.
0: I like banking so much, I named my son after my profession.
1: When he told me that, I just tried not to laugh. <laughs> so,
0: anyway, it's his middle name, but we call him that because we're weird.
1: Let's talk about deposits. It's something every
0: bank needs to be able to fund itself. Its well, they home. don't. N- yeah, I guess yeah, so. You yeah, you do. You, you, you can't do. borrow enough to fund the loans well, you're, and just you're, survive because the yeah,
1: your, spread your debt your ratio. Market, yeah, everything gets FTS, killed. somebody comes shut you down.
0: So let's talk about, it, deposits are hot right now. And what I mean by that is it's not CDs, it's not hot money, but it's something every bank is trying to gather. Because as the market rebounds, I think loans happen. Mm-hmm. You know, People want to expand their business. They need to borrow for the housing market. when. Mortgage rates have trickled up a little bit, but they've still been near historic lows. So okay. you've but had we're going to get
1: a rate adjustment.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you've had all this going on. I think there's been two small rate adjustments over the past year and a half or so uh, with the Fed. But let's talk about the deposit side because banks need those. The, the key word here is, is them there, non-interest-bearing
1: DDAs. Well, and you have to think about this on the um, consumer side is – what, what do people think of when they think of a bank? And rarely, I mean, loans, lending, mortgage, all that. But the first thing they think of is their... Checking account. Their checking account. That's where my... Che- where, where do you bank? If you said you may have a uh, Wells Fargo mortgage and a... You know, uh, B of A HELOC. Yeah, and 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 uh, car loan through you know the, the man Toyota Motor Credit your or checking
0: account maybe at that local community but, first. But, but Citizens, you may have a hundred dollars
1: in your checking account yeah, and you've got what, you've got assets tied up and liabilities tied up in the tens of thousands other in other places, but you bank where your checking account is. That's where you bank.
0: And so today we're going to talk about mostly consumer deposit campaigns, maybe a little bit about commercial. Uh, but I think the proper, well, it's two ways. There's the external deposit campaign and the internal deposit campaign. The internal starts with the CRM. It has to start with your uh, customer relationship management system or whatever you want to call the client relationship, however you want to call it your CRM system.
1: Well, you have to know, and then you have to have people selling. But then you know it's, then you have to realize that your people selling are the people you did not hire. To sell. You yes. hired them to... Transact. Yes.
0: So we're, so we're talking about two things.
1: Let's talk about an internal campaign first.
0: One of the things I would do, and so I'm just going to give you a tactical... Uh,
1: tactical, practical. A tactical,
0: practical. TM. tactical, right now uh, is pull up your list of depositors, run your CRM, and pull out the list of folks that do not have a ding, ding, ding... Savings account. I mean, pretty low hanging fruit. Yes. So you do be, that right now. So take the savings account group, pull that out. That is now that is now your universe. How many of them have emails? How many of them have emails that are tied to a Facebook account? The email also can attach them to a mobile device and a direct IP, uh, if you want to go the desktop route. I guess it'd be PC or Mac. So that's not not right. your phone. Yes. so Or your tablet. Or your tablet. But so you have all this data, per se, data may be too advanced for that, but you have all this data that now you can use to tactically campaign on them folks.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, the, the only worry I can hear the the masses of listeners out there, the gasp is, well, I don't have a CRM. I don't have a dashboard. And, I mean, this is pretty um, core services, core processor data. That, that your
0: your FISs and your Jack Henrys and your um, file serves of the world—they should be able to help you pull that stuff. And if they can't do it, you've got to get, find one like Salesforce or yeah. does Oracle do some of this stuff? I mean, there's yeah. a bu- I mean, bunch there's of so there.
1: many. Adobe does this, but I mean, also it's a merge purge and a Excel files too. So um, the the point is, is is you've got that data sitting there and there have been some people who have convinced bankers that you have to use their proprietary system. Now this is incredibly sensitive data. So you have to be a little careful in how you're handling it. Maybe going ahead and striking some of your columns like account number and things like that. You got to get this data right and you know we'll we'll come back and do another podcast on data soon.
0: But well so, but here's one if you're talking about da- data or data is it data or data or tomato or tomato? Yes.
1: Okay. So you're looking at
0: your da- your data and you say, okay, I've got all these checking accounts that, that don't have savings accounts in our bank. So that's a nice list there. If you can look back on trailing 12 months, trailing 18 months, you can go back and, and uh, see who got tax returns. I mean, I know it sounds, but you can look and see, was it deposited uh, in February or March or April when they got a tax return? And they don't have a savings account. It might be a pitch to say, turn your tax return into a what? A savings account. I mean, that's an easy way that there's cash coming in that they're making. Now, they may be spending it on a car. They may be paying down debt. They may use it to pay for their vacation. But, but a it's a
1: time to encourage them. I mean, we're right here at the new year. And I'm
0: giving you a tactic. That's yeah. what we're doing here. This Everybody can't do it, but it's, it's a, yeah. this is very, very basic. When's it's a, a basic time tactic. when you
1: know people have cash they, they didn't expect and or plan on? And, you know, you can obviously play into those motivations on a messaging standpoint. You know, you could go buy a new TV or... Open a savings account Yep Which is I mean which really plays Into natural psychology Of practicality
0: It does And you've also got I think the third Most popular um, New year's resolution Is saving more money Yeah What's the first one Losing weight And the second one's I don't know Living better Doing something better
1: I think it's Losing weight Eating eating healthy healthy. Which kind of go together Sort of But yeah And
0: then number I want to
1: lose weight And eat more pizza Eat more
0: food (laughs) Exactly uh, but that's it. It's it's the third highest rated. So you've got New Year. I think it's
1: spend more time with family. But anyway, that might be I'm sure idea. there are 200. Let's bus just fees say it's it. a top five. Yeah,
0: saving more money.
1: Well, it, it plays. We know we should do it. I mean, it, it it's something we absolutely know we should do, and you can play right into that. It's one of those times where we can definitively tell you, universally, all banks should be doing this.
0: Yeah, because you've got a time of year when that's on people's minds. They may be getting a, a small cash influx or large, depending on what you
1: consider cash I've is. seen people get ridiculous I've owned refunds. my own business for too long to even know what a tax refund is.
0: Uh, mine is pretty much for the tax child income tax credit yeah. or child tax credit. That's that and my mortgage, and that's that's about what I get. Anyway, so you've got that going on. You've got your tax. Then you've also got yearly bonuses that happen for a lot of companies around February, March, and April because they they look at the previous year previous year's performance and they grade you and then so you've got the possibility of people getting cash in their accounts that don't account somewhere it may be in their bank account and they don't have a savings account so you've got an opportunity there
1: yeah to capture before and again look
0: back at the trailing and see if all of a sudden during those two three months if there's a a little lift in these accounts with cash so all of a sudden now you've got a way and, and they've got a means of opening a savings account and then you come up with a hook. I think the next thing you need some type of hook. Yeah. And
1: we can, we can talk deposits too here. I mean, well, your hook, your message is you should be doing this. Should be this. doing it. Another thing I would really I'd throw out there since I see so many banks that don't realize what data they're sitting on because again, someone's convinced them they need a proprietary tool to access that data. Let's say you do look at your your deposit, and again, simple Excel. Look at those deposit numbers. I mean, th- this is raw gross deposits over a year. Just put the simple highlight that field and do a simple graph and see if there is a spike at a dip. I don't know. I mean, maybe you're in Louisiana and there's a a big time where offshore oil workers get paid. paid. You may have a shift on down, you know, into March or may. I don't know. Industry tells us that, and just common sense that during tax season,
0: there's going to be some cash,
1: but, there. but look at your data. You, you have this. I just see people who don't feel empowered to even look at their own data sometimes. And I'm talking to you guys at that $100 million, $200 million community bank level. You got that data. I mean, even if you have to ask somebody to pull it or your um, core provider to pull it, you got it.
0: So the next idea is, and let's stick on this this kind of campaign. Everybody can come up with a different one. We'll look at this one. So you've pulled your data. You know that there's a group of people that— would be a lower hanging fruit than others for savings accounts or a deposit account. Whatever it is, they've got cash. Through. Let's just call it a savings account. They're going to open. And so there's different ways to do it. I think another item you need to do is to reevaluate and evaluate your online account opening platform, it's something we do and other and are doing and others are doing too. Because if you make it hard on the customer to have an account with you then why would they want to have an account with you? And so they've got the money here. It's sitting in a checking account. Does your online account open? Does it autofill their info so they don't have to sit there and, and go through it? Is it, mobile re- is it mobile optimized? Is it mobile ready? Does it just fill in? So if, let's say you geofence them, an ad. I wish
1: you could all see my face right now because I'm I'm just chomping at the bits to give my reaction to all this. So you're
0: geofencing the ad. I'm sitting in McDonald's eating my breakfast or the doctor's office waiting for something, and I see it and it says savings oh, I've been meaning to do that, and it's with my bank. I already trust them. So I hit the little square. It takes you, again, another mistake. Don't just send them to your homepage and expect them to be able to find what they're looking for. Have either a microsite or something else set up, and it gets there. They land on that pre-filled. They click a button. They want to sign up for a savings account. It's pre-filled, and you're two clicks away from having them fund the account right there from their checking account.
1: Yep. I wish. You wish. We all wish it was Well, I mean, easy. I wish the forms were always mobile, compatible, responsive design and all this. And the thing I would say to you, story-eyed listener, is is join us in lobbying some of our providers to make sure that um, that the form systems behave like John outlined. Shop a lot of banks and working with a lot of banks. I look at your um, online account openings, and not your fault necessarily because you're using a vendor to do it and you're probably like us wanting to do it, but the more of us that use the same vendors – complain about things like not being responsive like 7 years after
0: they mobile's a been. thing
1: maybe they'll change it and maybe we'll all have access to it or maybe you know so some of these are are, are miserably hard to do
0: yeah you get a great list you get a great campaign but you fell in the execution
1: yeah, of look, oh, there's always, closing the sale yeah because the the the, the, the breakage, mechanism is, yeah, is they is get in there 30% fo- you know so, so that's high. just the Josh being real moment for the this being moment. real in the field, being real in the field.
0: That being said, let's say it executes flawlessly. Then my next thing is once you run it for a certain amount of time. So if I was going to run this thing, I'd go till honestly about tax day till about mid-April. April. Yeah. And then you would pull that data right against your list that you started with and see who calls out now and has the account you are selling them or building with them. Um,
1: since and Carl. then you go to the CEO and say, look what I did. Or and you, this is why I always need more budget.
0: Or you go, we're not going to try that again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, if you...
0: No, always test. Test and evaluate, test and evaluate, and execute. And execute off the test results you have for the next time you try a campaign. That's my my really basic example is pull accounts you don't have internally. Look at how you can get to the folks, whether it be mobile... Geofencing, direct IP, direct mail. I mean, you're going to get one to two percent if it's the greatest thing in the world. But it's
1: but it, but your seventy percent of the effectiveness is, of direct mail is the list, and this list should be hot. Be sure as you're looking at direct mail, as this is um, this is data that does indicate uh, if your copy indicates that they're an account holder that yeah, that well, you don't put this in an open postcard. Yeah, so
0: yeah, you put a postcard on the outside. Don't don't put on it with your Renaissance Bank checking yeah. account. You can have a an automatic. Transfer to a savings account. Put it with a instead of
1: your. This is yeah. This is easy to jump into a compliance nightmare. So check with your compliance just by doing. The better the copy is, the more personalized the copy is, the worse off you are unless you're in a, in a letter.
0: Yeah, but you've also got their emails, so you can you can make it a digital. You can make it an all digital campaign with mobile email, uh, and then you can also link those emails up to Facebook, in which then also can give you Instagram. So there's different ways of reaching this core audience in different areas that they're on. That's an easy one. So that was internal. Let's talk about external. One thing I've heard is is some banks might want to knock a point, maybe not a full point or a a point point, small basis point down for a commercial loan if they get the deposit account with it. I mean, I don't think that's anything new or Groundbreaking, but um, uh, well,
1: some people just don't know it. I mean, the thing is, they don't ask for it. A lot well, of times. well let, let me let me kick in just a little bit from the outside perspective. Is when you live and work in a bank every day. Sometimes we assume the consumers know certain things, and this is something I need to say more often on this podcast. That consumers do not think about their banking relationship. They don't, and and so reminding something that may seem mundane in banking is pretty important. And even some things like this that, you know, um, executive management may say, ooh, we don't want to put that out as a mass message. That's what we let our individual LOs go out and talk about. But, you know, you're going to have to figure that out. But just there's some schmo that doesn't have a, a banker calling on them regularly that doesn't know maybe that, that you would knock a, a point off his line of credit or his loan or whatever he's got out there just if he moved his deposits.
0: And and a lot of banks don't do that, and some do. So we're just we're talking very hypothetical here, uh, but that might be one way to tease someone into your bank uh, with their commercial relationship that may have a commercial relationship with somewhere else, but have a loan with you because they went with you because of the rate but they're not moving their deposit account because they just had it for a long time with the other bank.
1: Well, look, and the other thing from an external campaign is just asking for deposits. I hear deposit, 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 and I look at the advertising field, and, and it's, it's about l- debit card and loan. Treasury and, management. And all yeah. this weird stuff, but I thought everybody went deposits. And and look, shoot shooting my own self in the foot because we do this, but where's the ad asking for the
0: deposit? I guess I'm still stuck on the internal, but run your CRM for your commercial relationships and see who you don't have a deposit relationship with. Uh, because if the loan was gotten or getting or gotten, as we Southerners say, get got, if, but the, if the loan was get got on a rate, they might not have get gotten the deposit with it. They mm-hmm. might've just signed up and said, we're closing it. Let's go. I'm ready to start my manufacturing line. My small business is opening up. I need a line of credit. And they didn't even think about the deposit because they just already had it. And the lender wants to fund that because he gets paid off the, the loans and his commission's based off that. And so he moves on, or she moves on, and they don't, um, she doesn't follow up on the...
1: And you don't have a cross-sell mechanism in place and things like that? We
0: don't talk about cross-sell. It's, it's
1: relationship building. Well, I, not, well we I'm cross-sell. not talking about a true cross-sell, not making up accounts, is something that's good. That's what I'm saying. You don't have a mechanism to do it. You're expecting people to do it who will wind up making up accounts because there's no human being to actually do the real thing. Yeah. I get where we're going with that. But. We,
0: we do. And so... Um, if we're talking external, I do think you need, and you kind of touched on it with advertising, there's got to be some kind of hook. And I don't know if it's the free toaster or the free gift, or if it's you pay someone $500, but they have to give you 10000 direct de- and open a direct deposit and offer to keep it in there for six months and do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around or whatever. But my, my point on that is there's a lot of triggered hooks out there where you go in and and offer a a big amount of money for the individual to bring you a decent size deposit, which buyer beware for those out there that aren't bankers. And I'm not telling any dirty secret. Nobody knows, but check the fees on some of these things because when you get them and if they're disclosed properly, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's generally they are, but you know, I look at some of these that, you know, they're going to pay you $10,000 to open a, and obviously I'm exaggerating, no, but a checking account. And then you look and it's every month it's a, $15 service fee because it's a concierge account and all of a sudden you're looking through it and going, you know what? The money we gave you, we just earned back within the year or two. And then you're required to keep it open a certain amount of time. So there's but but to the consumer, as you said, it looks like a big it looks like a big offer. It looks like a good offer. You're willing to do it. You want the cash there now that they're gonna pay you and you don't think of the banking relationship. Because the consumer, I don't think, does as much as banks internalize that they do. They just hope that it works and that they stay out of sight, out of mind. I think the best banking relationship is when you don't think about.
1: Well, yeah, and I think that there are some bank marketers out there who are told by executive management to increase deposits, so they go take some, bar some budget from somewhere else through that payback thing. And if you really looked at all the cost, um, cost to, to attract the customer, there should be those. those um, payback fee should be in, um, in the marketing expense, but not everything gets accounted right. So these kind of campaigns go at the detriment of a bank. They do. Because you're paying, and when you look at it, if you don't fee it back, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't, I'm just saying if you don't fee it back, you're giving 3 or 4% for the same money that you borrow from the Fed. Federal for, home loan bank or something like that, yeah. For you whatever know, the whatever the rate is. Yeah. So it, there's some of these I look at that, it doesn't make sense unless someone's doing oh, some fancy math, or
0: there's more coming with it.
1: Yeah, or, or yeah, are there are there, they're saying if I get this account, then I, I'm going to go get the loan, and they do have a good and reliable cross sell mechanism in place. I don't know, but at the root of it, asking for the business is how you get business. So I want deposits to look
0: at the closing of this, I guess, for to say because the time is running nigh. I'll, I'll stick to the theme I've started with. Start with your CRM and go in there. Or and just
1: your data. If you your,
0: Yeah, let's CRM might be too far-fetched for some banks that, that haven't invested in the technology or don't know how to work the technology or just don't have the manpower or, or female power, I guess to be PC, the person power. Go find out who doesn't have deposits that's already with you yep. or who doesn't have a, a product with you that could and should. And don't sell them something they don't need. Not saying that, but... It, I am of the firm belief that most people need a savings account. I, I just think that's smart financial practice, a smart financial practice to have a savings account for a rainy day fund, place something, save up, retire. It could be retirement. I mean we're not talking investments and all that, but use your data. Secondly, make sure make sure your processes are are straight, should I say, whether it be at the platform or whether it be online or your account openings. Don't make the person struggle to open an account with you. And, and I I do, I firmly believe a lot of banks fail in that area. The process pushes the person out. The marketing is good. The list is good. The person has a great personality. The relationship manager may be great. But the process
1: hey, is it, so
0: cumbersome and so bad that it, it forces the person out because they think,
1: I'm trying to do business with you, and you won't let me do business yeah, with you. There's one form. There's one sign-up that's better than the rest. I'm not going to name the name, but the form is very simple. It's a very simple process to do. If you want to look at something, I, I would I would really concentrate on the simplicity of the process,
0: and make it optimized. I mean, if I'm going to open something on my mobile phone, on my mobile, yeah, I
1: I need it. your to, bag phone.
0: Yeah, if I take my bag phone out, I don't need to hook <laughs> up a keyboard to it to type in. I, I need to just you know thumbprint, look at it, go through it. Maybe two things, maybe on the screens, but not like where I have to resize it and move it to the side and then zoom in your and attrition zoom back will be out high. so um so make it easy 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 for them to bank with you uh work on the execution of the campaign and then finally again test the results always test always test and look at the results and then call them and and pull them and run them back against what you did the year before or the quarter before or however long you you want to run it excuse me so anyway that is the uh that's the short on our deposit talk today. Uh, it was as specific as it could be on an area and a timing for the year, but it was probably as simplistic as it could be too because we didn't get into too much technicalities on it.
1: But something you could be doing to right now, hopefully get a home run. I mean, hopefully have some measurable results. For if anybody ever asks you, what do you do? No. Well, I did this last year.
0: And look what the lift was. Or just don't tell them you did it and say it didn't work out the way I thought it would. But anywho, it's a thought, an idea, and it's how you can look within your organization to find or dig up some relationships that might not be uh, full in that area of the deposit uh, zone, should I say. And we're not talking about the rates we're paying on deposits or anything like that. We're just talking about a, a simple product as in a savings account what y'all do in in y'all's bank is up to you if you pay on it or if it's just somewhere to hold money for your consumers. So anyway, or clients, should I say. That's about all the time we have today on the Marketing Money Podcast. I do want to make one announcement that uh, Mr. Mabus and I, if you hear this in the next two to three weeks, will be attending the ABA Wealth Management and Trust Conference in New Orleans. That's right. We will be down there, and it's February 22nd through February 24th. It's a Wednesday, Thursday, and a Friday. We are taking the Marketing Money podcast on the road once again.
1: Yep. Kind of a a preview, if you will, of the September. I think it's in September. Uh, market It'll ABA October, Marketing Conference. But usually September. Sometimes it's in October. Somewhere in the fall of yes. the fall, the autumn. Yes. And autumn. There, there are a couple of times you want to go to New Orleans. February is a good one. Autumn's a good one. Summer? Nah. Pretty hot. Too hot. Too hot. Pretty hot down but,
0: there. But so if you are listening to this and you want to learn more about wealth management, trust, and marketing that, selling look it, the project Look us in the, the
1: work, eye. Come look us in the come eye. Come meet us.
0: Come shake my hand and tell me I'm wrong on everything that I say on this show. And I will say, I probably am.
1: <laughs> and get your own podcast.
0: Get your own podcast and get your own job and... And then I'll say, check the stats, dog. Check the stats. Cash me outside. How about that? Yeah, check the stats, and we'll see who's wrong. So anyway, come down to New Orleans February 22nd through the 24th. We'll be down there. We're going to interview some folks from from some very prestigious organizations in the wealth management world. They're actually lining up interviews. We're going to have them on there. Can you believe it? Real people made of brawn and steel. Mm. It's going to be great. Mm. Anyway, we'll let you go. Signing out for the Marketing Money Podcast is John Oxford and Mr.
1: Josh Mavis. See ya.